Bill O'Reilly here, Monday, October 10th, 2022. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening today in America. Governor Newsom wants to raise taxes on oil companies to lower consumer gas prices. Another major corporation leaves Chicago. Putin sending missiles into Kyiv, Ukraine. A new survey ranks the most popular dog breeds in the USA. Also ahead, Biden, Putin, and nukes. But first, California Governor Gavin Newsom calling for more taxes on oil companies to lower prices at the pump. Newsom claims corporate greed is behind historically high energy prices. However, Californians pay the most fuel tax in the country, $1 of every gallon sold in the Golden State goes to Sacramento. Florida Governor DeSantis, by comparison, has announced a gas tax holiday to drive down prices. Tyson Foods, the latest to leave Chicago. More than 1,000 employees will depart for Arkansas by the end of this year. Other corporations ditching the Windy City include Caterpillar, Boeing, even the Chicago Bears are moving to the outer suburbs. Executives say violent crime is behind the big business exodus. Since Mayor Lori Lightfoot took office in 2019, Homicides are up 40%, assaults 30%, carjackings 300%, and you may need a car to get to work. Russians fleeing to nearby countries to avoid the draft instituted by Putin, but they better not flee to Kyiv, Ukraine, because Putin is sending missiles targeting civilians there. It is one big mess as the Kremlin is embarrassed because Ukraine is kicking its butt. Putin is a dangerous man. An annual survey from the American Kennel Club listing the most popular dog breeds in the country. Here they are, the Poodle, German Shepherds, Golden Retrievers, French Bulldogs, number one for 20 years in a row, the Labrador Retriever. Welsh Corgis have risen to number 11, and Holly the Terror Dog is very happy about that. 40% of all homes in the USA have at least one dog, including mine. In a moment, my dog is appalled by nukes. Right back with that. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the USA? with more than 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. I have their trees and plants at my home, and they're fantastic. Have you had your fair share of landscaping woes and wasted weekends at crowded nurseries? Finding fast-growing trees will be like stumbling upon a hidden treasure, believe me. With fast-growing trees, it's different. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And my audience can get an extra 15% off by using promo code BILL at checkout. So please go to FastGrowingTrees.com, use promo code BILL at checkout. 
Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. Are you worried about nuclear war? President Biden warning that Armageddon closing in. And he's not talking about his administration's economic policies. No, he's suggesting nutty Vlad Putin may unleash nukes on the Ukrainian battlefield. Now, this is unsettling. Old Joe gets daily intelligence briefings, so is that theory held by the CIA and the NSA? Impossible to answer that question as Biden won't address it. Sixty years ago, as you may know, President John F. Kennedy was openly advising Americans to build fallout shelters, and some did. I was in seventh grade and remember our nuke drills at the nuns' signal, the kids would hit the floor and cower under their desks. Not sure how that would slow down radioactive fallout, but questioning the sisters about nuclear physics would not have been well received. Back then, it was all Nikita Khrushchev's fault, as the Soviet Union had partnered with Fidel Castro to put ballistic missiles in Cuba. Kennedy said, Nit! A major confrontation brewed. The homely rotund Khrushchev finally backed down, postponing a zombie apocalypse. Unfortunately, nukes are back. Putin is getting his rear end kicked in Ukraine, as I reported, and the humiliation is causing him to act out. Yes, his nuke bluster should be taken seriously, but President Biden is making mistakes. First of all, Talking about Armageddon empowers Vlad. The diminutive dictator wants to frighten the world, so why help him do that, Joe? I am assuming the USA has privately made it clear to Russia and to China that any nuclear attack will result in massive damage to those countries. If you read my book, Killing the Killers, you know how awesomely destructive American weaponry is. At the same time, President Biden should publicly make it clear that NATO will only tolerate so much insane behavior from Putin. But let's stop the nuke rhetoric. Finally, back-channel discussions with Russian generals are taking place. This is a key. Putin's power is greatly diminished after the debacle in Ukraine, and as oligarch allies know, Vlad is an unstable mess. The world would be far better off if Putin would retire to his Dhaka. If he resists, maybe an unfortunate accident. Sadly, I have no confidence Joe Biden can handle Putin. Obviously, Biden is not JFK, and he's also not Trump, who did deal with evil Vlad pretty well. No, Joe is Joe. We got what we voted for. It's not Armageddon, but it's close. I'm Bill O'Reilly. I approve the message by writing it. If you would like more honest news analysis, please visit BillOReilly.com. And I hope you check out my new book, Killing the Legends. You will like it and learn a lot. In a moment, something you might not know. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. 
If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Now the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. Today is Columbus Day in the USA. Well, parts of it anyway. 13 states have banished Columbus Day. However, the Italian explorer is widely acknowledged as the first European to formally discover the New World. The Vikings floated around, but nothing was made official. Recent polling says half of Americans do not know the true story behind Columbus's discoveries. Here's how the voyage of Chris really went down. After working as a sailor, Columbus believed he knew a better route to Asia to reach the Far East, sail west. He lobbied monarchs across Europe, finally securing money from the Spanish crown. King Ferdinand and Queen Isabella agreed to finance the trip, offering Columbus the title of governor for any territory he discovered along the way. In 1492, the 41-year-old captain set sail with a crew of 90 men. Five weeks later, they made landfall on an island in the Caribbean. It was named San Salvador, which is now in the Bahamas chain. At first, Europeans thought they were in Japan. Writing about the Carib Indians he encountered, Columbus said, quote, these men, wherever they are from, ought to make good servants, for they repeat very quickly whatever we say to them, unquote. In 1493, Chris returned to Spain. He was granted the title of Admiral of the Oceans. During his lifetime, Columbus led three more expeditions to the New World, but he never accomplished getting a Western route to Asia. Chris died in 1506 at the age of 55. Historians believe he likely perished from arthritis. And here's something else you might not know. Columbus obviously is not as popular as he once was. According to a poll published by Newsweek, 80% of Americans under the age of 30 want to ditch Columbus Day for Indigenous People's Day. The swap would end the annual celebration that dates all the way back to 1792 and honors Italians in America. Back after this. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day, 
and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.